so this week a lot again happened in Dubai. I attended the Broadcast Pro Summit. There was the big EAT event with MMI last night. And Love in Dubai, our sister brand, are partners of the Japanese Culture Con. And there's a lot of events uh, taking place across the UAE. It's also uh, Dubai Fitness Challenge, where the Dubai Ride is taking place on Sunday. If you're on Shakeside Road, you will see a Love in Dubai pop-up area for that. Uh, but next week in Riyadh, uh, Smashy Business and Love and Riyadh are media partners for the Athar Festival. Uh, it's Saudi Arabia's meeting place for the creative community uh, to be inspired and in celebrating Saudi's marketing excellence and explore how creativity is at the forefront of Saudi's vision for the future. The festival will become the kingdom's hub for inspiration, collaborative innovation and celebration. Uh, so this year's festival, uh, the Young Talent Academy and the awards they all take place at the Crown Plaza in Riyadh, uh, June 13th to the 16th of November. Uh, so do check it out, hop in for a day. It's quite easy to get in and out of Riyadh these days. If you want to go over there, I'm sure it'll be inspiring. And uh, again, thank you to them for sponsoring this show and enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Dubai Works Business Podcast. This week we're with Chris Shaw, the Chief Executive Officer of Mimojo. Mimojo is UAE's most seamless and totally automated cashback platform app. It delivers savings and brand discovery for consumers, all via single convenient experience. Mimojo was founded by ex-entertainer Trio. It's a homegrown brand, uh, frictionless, and uh, it gives you favorite fast food joints, fine dining restaurants, attractions, retail and spa and salon services. So good morning, Chris. Good morning. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. So Mimojo, cool name, by the way. Where, where did that come from? Oh, that was a <laughs> long time in the making. Uh, we worked with a, with a branding agency, uh, and we had lists that went back and forward. Uh, Mojo kept making the top five, uh, but it wasn't quite enough. Uh, so what we tried to do is encapsulate how the product's going to make you feel, uh, you know, it gives you that mojo, that sense of mojo. We added the meh, just for a bit of ego, it's mine, it's how it makes me feel, you know, I get my, my cash back, I feel awesome, that is my mojo. That, that is my so mojo. That's where it came from. Uh, amazing, yeah. when did you start the business? So the business was incorporated uh, October, last year, October 22. Uh, we had sort of six months pre-incorporation uh, where the three co-founders were planning and plotting uh, and there was a period of consultancy with the investors that I did for four or five months prior to that. Okay so how did it come about? Uh, who, where did the idea come from? There's a few things you mentioned there. What was the trigger point? So the, the trigger point was one question uh, that was asked by the investors uh, who, who I'd, I'd known, I'd, I'd had meetings with in the past and the question was is there room in the discount space for another player? Now that discount space is a bit of a red ocean, it's a bit of a bloodbath, it's super competitive. Uh, and the answer was yes there is, if we elevate the technology. Uh, so that's the mission that we're on. Okay, and when, when, when they say the space, did they mean the UAE or Dubai? Uh, initially, yeah. Uh, obviously, we'll have uh, sort of future f future plans, uh, but you know, feet on the ground. Let's get it right, right in the UAE first. Okay, uh, and and then we'll see what what the future holds. And what what is Mimojo then? How did it elevate the technology? So uh, the purpose of, of of Mimojo is to create and share value for all 
through frictionless experiences. Um, so if we were to compete in this space, we needed to A, find a point of difference, uh, and B, fix pain points. So my co-founders and I have, have been in this space for, for the last decade or so over here. So we're pretty familiar with, with, with some of the pain points. Uh, so we really boiled it down to two. One was the friction uh, that, that consumers uh, undergo, and, and merchant partners, in fact. Uh, and the second was the element of choice and control. So these were the two, the two problems we identified, and if we can fix those, uh, we're in. Okay, and how did you go about that, or how, how does the app look now that it's launched? Well, let me, let me give you the, uh, the I'll articulate that, those pain points a bit more. So the friction that one faces, what, mm. what does that actually mean? Uh, imagine you're a consumer, okay, you've paid for a product, usually for, uh, you know, a, a large sum up front for a year, for example. You want to make a redemption. Uh, you have to pull a device out of your pocket. You have to ensure that Wi-Fi is enabled, data is enabled. Uh, if you're in the middle of a mall, you need to ensure that you know, geolocation is perfect. Otherwise, you're searching for the merchant that you're in. You've then got to select one of a number of offers that you want to use. Then you've got to put your hand up, declare to all and sundry around you that you're about to use something. A waiter will come over, either you know, put a a value to pay into an app or enter a pin code, perhaps take your device away, write down the pin code, take a photograph of it, uh, run off to the POS, you know, manually take something off or do a calculation, bring the bill back, it could be wrong, you get into a, an argument, you know, and I've been talking about that probably for a minute or two and I haven't even tapped into the merchant's pain. Um, but all that operational headache, having to train uh, staff on various programs that come in, that's a lot of friction. Yeah? So if we can fix that, as I say, we're, we're winning. And the way to fix that is, is, is use the tech. The other friction point uh, being the choice and control. Usually what we see is merchants are encouraged to participate for a period of time. Let's call it a year for the sake of argument. Uh, and they have a prescribed offer. Uh, you know, so there's a, a, a sort of a, a commitment there. So what we want to do is take away uh, that sort commitment, of, yeah. exactly, and give them uh, a little bit of choice and control back. And the same is true for the customer. Why should somebody have to pay three, four, five hundred dirhams up front for a year for a product they may not use, they may leave, they may go on extended holiday in the summer. Uh, so again, for the consumer, we've given that control back. and pulled, you know, we're in 2023, it's a subscription model, it's appropriate. So a consumer after a two-month trial period pays 10 dirhams a month. If they want to pause for two months, they're off to uh, off home for the summer, no problem. If they want to cancel any time, no problem. Okay, so they pay a minimal subscription, and within that, I mentioned at the start, there's lots of things there. So in, in a sense, it's a little bit about like a marketplace. Yeah. You have to get vendors and merchants, and you have to get customers. Correct. Uh, which came first? Uh, where in the circle do you, <laughs> yeah. do, do, do you dive in? Uh, you know, look, we've, uh, as I said, we've got a decade's worth of experience. We've got relationships with merchants. Um, you know, we've reached out to them. We, we've got some fabulous partners on board who have, you know, sort of backed us from the outset. And, you know, that's obviously the lure for, uh, for the consumers, but it's, it's cyclical. 
Uh, you, you know, we have to keep building, uh, keep building our merchant network. Uh, that's an infinite task that happens forever. Uh, and the same is true on the marketing side. Uh, you know, we need to attract new consumers to replace those that may have left, may have paused, may have cancelled. Uh, you know, get, you know, just just keep the funnel. Yeah, full. Uh, and so the so basically. With the branding, with the positioning, are you more likely to lean towards the restaurants or there's their attractions and spas and salons as well, or is it a mix? It's a complete mix. And if I, if I describe my day-to-day, -day, for example, that, that should give you a, a, a view. So, uh, you know, I'd wake up, I have breakfast. Uh, I will go to get my coffee from a Coffee Planet or an Illy Cafe, for example. Uh, I might get my Manayish from uh, Kak Al Manara, who... Is, is next door to our office. I need to get dog food. Uh, so I'm off to the, the pet shop, you know, to, to get a bag of dog food and a new dog bowl. Um, you know, gym's important to me, so I've just subscribed to Spartan's Boxing Gym. Um, so I'm off there for a, a, a workout later. Then I'll, you know, perhaps go and have a sundowner, uh, you know, at Nuepe at the Park Hyatt, for example. Uh, maybe have one too many and order a Zofer to, to take me home. Uh, and I'm earning cash back throughout the day. Via uh, Mimojo. Via Mimojo. Oh, so really? all, those, all those merchant partners, just as, as an example, uh, feature. Uh, so it's a complete, complete cross-section. Uh, okay, so it's a cashback. So, because, uh, so, you know, people have other ways of, say, making savings and discounts and things like that. Uh, how, do you, how does the tech plug in? Do they upload their credit card? Do they upload their debit card? Or do they connect their banks? Or how does it work? Yeah, so if I, if I go back to a, a couple of minutes to that uh, sort of friction monologue uh, I gave, um, the way to remove all of that friction uh, and if I can sort of give it a collective noun, that app space. So what we've done is we've moved on and linked the discount directly to the payment mechanism. So you don't need to use a third-party app. Everybody who goes into a restaurant, for example, will be making a payment. So the discount is linked directly. And that's directly linked via the credit card schemes, via your Visa or your MasterCard. Uh, so that's the technology that we're uh, applying. It means that you as a consumer will register your card. Uh, the merchant that you're uh, visiting has registered their merchant ID with Visa. And as soon as that handshake, as soon as that credit card is used uh, in that merchant, that handshake happens. Visa alerts us. We remind you that you've just spent X amount of dirhams in X restaurant and you're due cash back. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And you don't have to, like, you automatically get it. Yeah, it's dispersed, again, via Visa or MasterCard. Uh, so we have what's called Mimojo Payday that happens on the 15th of every month, the idea being most people get paid at the end of the month, so let's give them a little payday mid-month. Mm. Uh, so the cash back that you are earning over the period of that month accrues, and then once a month, Visa will distribute, in my case last month, 650 dirhams back to, wow. uh, back to my account. Just for 10 dirhams? Just for 10 dirhams. Yeah. And you don't even need to know if the merchant is involved. Just, just by signing up, by transacting normally around Dubai, you're likely, you can save money. It, exactly. Mm. There, there is a never miss element. You know, that's one of the other 
points of friction that I neglected to mention. You have to remember to, to take your device out of the pocket and, and go through that redemption process. With Momojo, it's automatic. And so is there any need for someone to check, to use the app or to check in? Could they plan their day around searching for merchants or knowing whether the discount is higher or lower? Or yeah, and, and that's the purpose for the app. You know, the app isn't, doesn't have a utility function during the, the saving process, um, but we do have an app for discovery. Uh, so that you can see everything that's on and just make sure that they're there and the sort of discount or, or savings that you're going to make. Um, it's also really important, fundamental for the enrollment process. Uh, so the app is used to enroll and register your credit card. KYC, check everything. It, exactly. And that's all fully PCI compliant, as you can imagine, working with the likes of the visas and the MasterCards of this world, you, you, you can't not be. Uh, and we won't hold any credit card information. It's all done through a, a PCI-compliant third party. Uh, so, yeah, we, we never store any credit card data. That's all tokenized. Uh, and then the last function of the app is the marketing channel. It's lovely to be able to see and receive the notification that you're going to earn 650 dirhams put back on your card, uh, track how you're saving, uh, understand who's new in the ecosystem. So it's a marketing channel as well. Yeah, brilliant. And so going back to the kind of setup point, there was investors who saw an opportunity. How, how did they categorize the space? You mentioned the discount space, but if you're going for a license, are you looking for uh, what box do you fit in? What sort of company is this? Is it fintech? Is it, is it what is it? Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, when we, hear, when, when we hear the word fintech, our, our ears prick up. We'll be present at various fintech conferences. You know, we are using financial technology. Um, we're in that lifestyle space. We're using fintech to make your life more rewarding uh, by giving you cash back on your day-to-day your -day spend. Hmm. And where did you license your business? Uh, we're in DDA. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and activities under that are. Yeah, the activities under 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 software actually software development. Okay, yeah. interesting. And when you went to put together your team, uh, the co-founders, what sort of skill set did they have, uh, and yours as well? So, so I was the sort of I was the general manager at the entertainer. So my my background is commercial media commercial. Uh, David Ashford, our chief product officer, uh, runs the, the, the tech and product side. Uh, and Dan Lloyd, our CFO, is the bean counter. There we go, yeah. yeah. So you kind of, you have a, someone who's marketing, commercial, business orientated, yeah. can manage and run a team. You've got the, the tech and then you've got the money. Correct. Perfect yeah. mix. Perfect, <laughs> inshallah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and obviously we've got a, a management team underneath that 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 manage the various disciplines. Yeah, so. and, and sort of entering into this with sort of a leadership team in place and entering into the tech world, was significant funding needed at the start or? Yeah, I mean, we, we've got super supportive investors. You know, we're, we talk about three-year plans, five-year plans. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a long haul. Um, money is a huge barrier to entry in this sort of, uh, you know, this sort of product. Again, working with the likes of the visas and the Mastercards, uh, you, the, the the money involved, the cyber insurance involved, the reserves that are required. You, you know, it's uh, 
yeah, it, it's a barrier to entry. So we're lucky. We, we've got super supportive investors. And are the, is this sort of private equity, or did they? Was it a seed round that you raised, or? No, it's uh, they're a strategic investment company based in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Okay. And so, year, one year in, you just passed. Congratulations at one year after Shabran. October. And uh, so, how's it gone so far? So we're we're one year in, and we're three weeks old. If that makes sense, we uh, we, we we started spending uh, about three weeks ago on our on our ad campaigns. Uh, so that was our big sort of outing, uh, as it were. So yeah, we're we're, we're properly fledgling, um, but there's so much work has gone into the into the back end uh, over the course of that year. We're 36, uh, 36 staff now. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's quick Sizable. growth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so three weeks into it, what, what's the reaction been? Obviously, the summer's over, so you've timed that well. There's a lot of activities. People are out and about a lot. Uh, what's it looking like? Are you looking at the stats each day going, oh, okay, this is interesting? Yeah, I think uh, at, the, at the moment, it's like, uh, you know, you're sitting in front of a big control panel. And it's like, right, dial that one up, dial that one down, dial that. We need a little bit more of uh, over there and, you know, put, rein that in a bit. So it's, you know, it's a, as we go. Um, but the response has been terrific. I mean, the response, you know, long before the, we pressed the button three weeks ago has, has been terrific. I mean, as you said yourself, it sounds awesome. Mm. Uh, you know, if we're able to articulate that to, uh, to the industry, you know, what feedback do you expect? It, it has been awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's great. I mean, to get an international news agency, for example, contacting us via our customer service channel, which resulted in four hours filming in the office week two, is pretty special. That is good, yeah. yeah amazing. And so, so going back a little bit to the team, the 36, does that mean that you've done the development and the tech in Dubai? Or did you do it elsewhere? Yeah, so it's uh, we, we've got a tech team in-house. We've outsourced elements of the, the, the app development, for example. The other piece of proprietary tech we have, uh, the sort of brain of our business, if you like, is what we imaginatively are called a merchant portal. Um, but that does all the sort of fancy stuff, and so we've developed all of that ourselves and integrated the technology from... Visa and MasterCard. Well done, Chris. You avoided using AI there, <laughs> but brain, brain, I get the idea. But so that that is interesting on the on the merchant side because you described the frictionless on on this side. How have you made it easier on the merchant side as well? So, again, if we if we revisit that that sort of monologue, you know, uh, the, the the aim of uh, of a merchant partner, a restaurant partner, for example, is to give a wonderful experience to the customer in-house and turn the tables as quickly as they can. Uh, so if we remove all that friction piece, uh, you're able to free up all that operational process uh, from the merchants themselves. Uh, you're also able to eliminate all the training. I don't need to know how to handle a app or B app or C app that are all slightly different experiences. So you, you eliminate that training and it's, it's quite a high turnover of, of staff in the industry. Uh, so that's a big saving uh, operationally. And of course we, we provide uh, you know, a marketing channel for them. So, uh, so there's a, you know, a number of ticks there for, for the merchant partner. And what's, what's the business model on the merchant side? So the merchant would uh, agree a, a discount uh, with us. We take a, a clip as, as our revenue and then publish 
the rest, which is cash back for the customer. Okay, cool. Uh, is that similar to how, is that something that needed to be educated on or did they already have like types of discounts that they work with partners? Yeah, so, so, so discounts not a new thing uh, in, in the market. What we've done is, uh, work, uh, is agree a number and work our commission down as opposed to agree a number and then charge a commission on top. Uh, so that's part of giving that control and choice back to the merchant. We want to be an equitable partner. Uh, we realise that there's, that there's three parties involved. There's us, the merchant and the consumer. And it needs to be right for, for all of us uh, in order to, to thrive. Yeah. And so talking a little bit about the market and just on that point, how sort of advanced or sophisticated are the merchants that you deal with in Dubai on pricing, discounting, uh, you know, are they flexible? You know, that we've got, say, Prime Day coming up, we've got different occasions and things like that. Are, are people as flexible with their discounting as they are, as active on it, as they are with their marketing and PR and comms? Um, it's, it's a good question. Uh, it is pretty sophisticated. I mean, you, you know, you think some of the five-star brands that, uh, you, you know, that our industry is, is dealing with. I mean, these are sophisticated conversations. Uh, we've produced, uh, as part of our sort of consultancy with the merchants, we've produced, uh, this is our bean counter, has produced these wonderful calculators that, you know, can model various scenarios so that we can go through, uh, through those with the merchants. They're able to input their own numbers so we're not making stuff up and pulling wool over anyone's eyes. It's, it, it's all sort of co-created. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, there's a high degree of sophistication. Uh, in there for sure and uh, so discounting in general you know is it, what, what's your view on it is it people who want to make savings is it people who are being frugal is it people who are just generally discerning and, and uh, generally sensible with money uh, you know your, your TAM your, the audience that you're trying to reach is it all ages all ethnicities all demographics yeah there's a lot of questions in there so I'll try and tackle them one by one and shout if I've <laughs> if, if I've forgotten any of them um, look I think uh, you know whether you're a merchant or a consumer uh, you know we hear about this cost of living crisis you know we know there's inflationary pressures uh, we know that's sort of felt by restaurants for example uh, you know, who have to weigh up whether they pass that on to the consumer or not. So I think there's a need to drive the footfall and keep cash flow coming into, in, into businesses. And as a consumer, uh, you know, we live in an expensive city. Uh, discounts are part of the fabric. They, they make up part of the fabric of the UAE. They've been here. They're, they're not going away. Uh, so consumers should be discerning. You know, where, where, where can I get a discount? And what we're trying to do is uh, eliminate, you know, that friction around looking, looking around. Uh, you, you know, you've got something in your pocket, part of your payment network, that as soon as you tap it, you're benefiting. You're, you're, you're getting the cash back. Yeah, and uh, so do you think it's a, it's a timing thing? You mentioned sort of macro trends around uh, inflation and high interest rates and things like that or is, is there a certain type of person who will uh, you know always collect the vouchers or always collect 
look for the books and look for the ways to get discounts. And in any environment, in any city, you'll get your people who want to go for discounts. Uh, but then now there's people who are just more tech savvy and, and better at managing money on apps. And uh, so is it two sort of audiences there that, that you think are your customers? Uh, I think if you, if, you look at, uh, if you look at the marketing in this city, uh, you know, every bridge banner, almost every radio ad is, is talking about, you know, uh, either a, a cashback credit card, um, a, a new app, a loyalty program, uh, you know, whether it's your, your airline programs or your, uh, you know, retail group programs. So it's there, it's in our face every day. Um, and, and people want to, to make a saving. Uh, I, I think it's really as, as simple as that. Why, why wouldn't you if you could? Uh, and so last part of that question, you know, it's an affluent city. Sometimes people are uh, in Dubai bling. Sometimes people are spending a lot of money. Uh, there was a stat about, I think, 4,000 millionaires moved to Dubai since the pandemic. Are they your audience as well? Uh, they can be. Our audience is anybody who uses a, a, a credit card or a debit card and visits... Uh, Places that range, as I said, from you know fine dining at the Park Hyatt, you know, through to uh, Papa John's, uh, you, you know, in a mall food court, for example, and and anywhere in between. And those people, uh, I'm sure, at some point will, you know, will, will will shop there. Another point I will mention: uh, the discretion is so important. You know, we if again, if we go back to one of those friction points, is volunteering that you're about to use something in, in public. Mm. People don't like that. I'm not saying everybody, but we know on record people don't like doing that. They like the discretion. Um, imagine the first date that yeah. you go out on. Should you be using you know, a visible <laughs> yeah. coupon or, or, or what have yeah, you? Yeah, not actually paying for uh, price. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a bit taboo. Mm. Uh, we get rid of that problem. It's yeah. so discreet. No one, no one knows. Not even the waiter who you're paying knows that you're using Memojo. Yeah, interesting. So it is a little bit like you know the credit cards. You get cash back as well. So have they been welcoming? Because they already have a product kind of like this. Uh, how's how's that conversation gone? It's uh, it's similar in that it's uh, the word cashback is used. And yes, you as a consumer will go out, spend something, and, and get cash back. But the limitations, and that, that there are a couple. Um, firstly, those are issued by an independent issuer. It's one bank will issue uh, their customers a cashback credit card. Mimojo is bank agnostic, issuer agnostic. You know, you can belong to, to any bank as long as you have a Visa, uh, a Visa credit card and MasterCard at year end. Uh, you can play on our platform. The other element, and this is really important, is you'll see those bridge banners and you'll see the asterisk that says T's and C's apply. Uh, and the small print will, will tell you that it's capped. Uh, and I understand that, that you know, the issuer is funding it, so yes, you can get cash back on your groceries or your daily spend or whatever it is, but it's capped. Memojo is uncapped. So it's, in fact, the only cap on Memojo is your credit card limit. Okay, that's it. Fair enough. <laughs> Interesting. And sort of the just on the fintech element as well. Like when you see uh, different types of players doing quite well in this market, 
do you, you know you mentioned you kind of go to conferences and that like do you think the future roadmap like I, I was struck by a tweet I saw a message I saw when it was announced last week that Tabby the buy now pay later service had raised 200 million dollars and at a value of over a billion and the message was sort of alluding that start start with buy now pay later but then become a bank and you know is the vision for Momojo to sort of uh, start with discounting but actually sort of add new features and product development around saving and personal finances in general a hundred percent we we you know we're, we're talking about a roadmap uh you know there's various iterations uh, of our product that will uh, come into play one year two years down the line uh platform as a service is another element that uh, that Can we're looking at so because we've harnessed uh, this card-linked offer technology, uh, we can work with partners perhaps in areas that we wouldn't set up a, a consumer presence ourselves uh, and lend the technology to them. Uh, so that, that's, that's an option. Uh, the, the technology itself is very flexible. Uh, so what we get is a trigger point when a card is is used in a merchant, uh, that alerts us. Now, what we build around that in this instance is cashback, but we could easily convert that trigger message into a point system. So it gives us an opportunity to go and talk to to some of the other players who want to do their own loyalty, mm. uh, their own loyalty platforms, and use the platforms as a service as opposed to white labeling Mimojo full stop yeah that sort of enters into the loyalty space and yeah and, and did you consider sort of creating a loyalty product from the start so it's it, it's in our thinking for sure uh, what we wanted to do is uh, launch a consumer brand to help the acceptance of, of card linked offers and, and and what that means for consumers and to strip out all of that friction and show them what technology can do to make their life that much easier. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm tr trying to think of, so let me go back to the analogy and be a consumer. Uh, I was uh, for dinner the other night and someone asked me, they asked me did I have one of those loyalty things, uh, <laughs> loyalty things, and my <laughs> sister was there and I knew she had, so uh, that, that incident happened, the machine was brought over, and then I said, Case, hey, do you want to do your thing? And I didn't know, and they told me, oh, there's no discount, it just gives her points or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I, I was sort of, you know, just figuring that out, but I didn't know. And then often now they talk about, like especially in, say, the media subscription space, that there's subscription fatigue. Is there sort of loyalty and app fatigue? Are there too many things for the customer to keep on top of? A hundred percent. I completely agree with you. Uh, and uh, again, that's why we've delivered Mimojo, it rips out all of that friction. You know, you don't need uh, other apps. You don't need to remember to use the other apps. You know, you wouldn't have had to have had that conversation with your sister. Oh, do you want to, you know, remember? It all just happens. Mm. So when we, when we were talking to the investors, it's a, a sort of very quick roadmap. We, you know, we charted the, the sort of history of the discount space. You cast your mind back 20 years over here and we were books, it was print. 
you know, yeah. you were tearing coupons out and, and, and using those. Fast forward 10 years. That was kind of with the entertainer being pioneering in that space. Correct, yeah. Then you fast forward 10 years, you've got, uh, you know, application of the web. So your Groupons, Cabones, et cetera, but still, you know, printing stuff out and, and, and using it, but it becomes more, more dynamic. And three, four years later, uh, the apps were born. Uh, and that's, that, that's the space currently. So on our, uh, on our chart, we had 2022, Mimojo. Yeah, we're now pioneering a new technology. This is all payment linked. Uh, and then having had gaps of 10 years and five years and seven years or whatever, then suddenly, you know, iteration five is probably two, three years later. We don't quite know what it looks like, but the technology is moving so quickly. Uh, it's so efficient now. Um, that you know that's what we're trying to trying to capitalize on and educate people that they don't need all of these apps there's a much much simpler way of doing it yeah i definitely played into your <laughs> that question played into what you're offering but no it shows that you have thought it through and um, but but then uh, there still is uh companies like that have many chains and many stores and many brands i'm thinking like the big groups the yeah. alpha teams the alshires uh, you know, they, in their right, they have their own apps and their loyalty systems and things like that. Are they welcoming to something like this as well? Is it a complementary or is it? Some, some are, some some aren't, and that's that, that's the nature of it. You know, we're we're, we're never going to be, uh, you know, the one solution for everybody. I think that's probably the definition of a monopoly, uh, an unbreakable monopoly. So um, yeah, we're 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 never going to get everybody. Uh, on board, but you know, if there are businesses that are issuing points, for example, that are funded from a central marketing pool, uh, and then we have merchants within that group that are funding cash back for a consumer, there's absolutely no reason they can't coexist. Mm. And the same is true for these cash back cards, uh, you know, issued by a, a specific bank. If that bank is funding the three percent cash back and then spend on that card, and then a merchant uh, is funding the balance, you as a consumer win twice. Yeah. Uh, and Chris, talking a little bit about the technologies that you, in that fifth iteration in a few years' time, what are the sort of things that are accelerating? We can, we can use a few buzzwords, but what are the sort of things that are making the space that you're in go faster all of a sudden? So it's the, the buzzword you didn't want me to, 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 to use, AI. Um, AI will be crucial. It will start, you know, sh showing and sharing trends. Um, banking technology. Uh, crypto. Is it, is it? Crypto. Is it, uh, is it blockchain? Is it making things moving faster? People often complain money doesn't move fast enough. So I, I think all of you know, that there's a there's definitely a move to that, and you know when you think of peer to peer, mm. for example, that, that that's coming. Uh, you, you know, peer account to peer account. Uh, how do we get involved in that? Uh, you know, what do we need to do to to remain relevant in 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 that space that's so, you know, quickly evolving? And those are the the, the sort of conversations we're having. Uh, behind closed doors and, and, and working out what we need to do to, to stay relevant. But not really telling us right now. We can't, we, <laughs> we, 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 we can't share that right now. No, no, it's just, it's just it must be interesting because you obviously enter the market with something, but you kind of have to look at what's around the corner all the time. 100%. 
hundred percent. It's uh, uh, yeah. If it, if you're not, we've we, we've got a a quote on our boardroom wall. Uh, you, you know, if you if you're not part, of, I'm going to get it wrong now, but it's uh, <laughs> it's like a steamroller. If you're not part of the, you're going to get flattened. Yeah. Um, so it's. Uh, I've I've really muddled that quote, but, uh, <laughs> but to, no, it's it's fine. But talking a little bit about the, you mentioned your your CFO, the Bean Counter. Have they worked out? Has he has he worked out the sort of they talk about ARPU or our customer acquisition cost and uh, someone signing up for ten dollars? Is is there a path to profitability there? And, oh yeah. And how how does that look like? What do you have a number of how many users you you kind of need to have to have? So it's uh, it, it's a volume game. Um, you know, we've got three-year plans, five-year plans. You know, I won't share uh, numbers of consumers, um, but it's as I say, it, it's a volume game. We need to encourage, uh, you know, those consumers onto the platform. We need to sign volumes of merchants so that they've got opportunities. Uh, you know, every part of their day, we want to be, you know, have, have that share of wallet, uh, whether it's you know, pet food, whether it's uh, coffees, eating, sparring, holidaying, whatever it is, we want to, we want to be involved. And, uh, and what, what are the key areas, like, if you've seen enough data right now, if you th think, okay, this area is working, it's delivering, say, 50% of my growth, but I've only tapped a certain percentage of the merchants there, mm -hmm. is, are there things that are pointing towards, okay, if I got if we got more of that market, we'd accelerate the growth faster. Yeah, and I think the big one for us is e-commerce um, because uh, the way the technology works, again, it's all about frictionless experience. You go into a, a shopping cart online, you're putting in a credit card. If that credit card is registered with Momojo and that merchant is registered with, with, with Visa as a Momojo merchant, it's exactly the same. Your app will ping, uh, you've been shopping, uh, on whatever site you've been on uh, and you've earned cash back. Uh, you haven't had to copy promo codes, search for promo codes, paste them into, uh, into the cart. And those are the experiences that we're seeing with some of the other players in the field. So that's a huge area of focus for us. If we, if we get that right, we really are in your, your share of wallet. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, that can open up a whole area as well. Uh, but, and then you, you would look at the major marketplaces, I guess. We would, yeah. Uh, you know, for them to take us seriously, uh, you know, they need to have heard about it. We've got a lot of work to do with, uh, with, with the brand, but conversations are happening every day. And the same way, you know, out of nowhere, so not out of nowhere, but by now, pay later, we're able to get onto that sort of checkout section of online payments quite easily. So not quite easily, but you, you were seeing extra logos every now and again. Correct. So yeah. do, do you think that Mimoja would be visible like that in a sort of a discounted area? Or? Yeah, we've seen, uh, you, you know, I was having conversations yesterday with, uh, you, you know, with merchants that want to co-market, you know, we'll, we'll promote you, 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 you promote us, and we're, you know, promoting merchants all the time anyway by default. Um, so them wanting to, uh, you know, to get in on the act with co-promotion is, is fabulous. Uh, it's a message that, you know, we're hearing loud and clear and very happy to be part of. And what about like Apple Pay? Is that possible? So, so Apple Pay, if, if, if you pay with Apple Pay anyway, it's your card. It, it's, it's your card. So um, we're encouraging people to use, uh, you know, all the digital wallets. Uh, it's again, it, it, it's that simple. Yeah. It's, you, you 
pay it works. ping. <laughs> but it does have to be discounted, right? Like it, it's not on every payment. The, the, the offer has to have some sort of Memojo discount. Uh, no, it's it, it's on every payment that From is that. made by a Mimojo registered card via a uh, Mimojo merchant. So, it, so anything on the menu of a Mimojo merchant, discounted or not, is included. Correct. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, so it's not a specific Mimojo discount. We 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 don't broadcast ourselves that way on the merchant's collateral. Uh, we feature that merchant. You go in, you spend as normal, exactly what you would normally do. Uh, you ask for the bill, you pay, uh, you get pinged that you've earned cash back. Interesting. What, uh, like a text message or on the app? Yeah, yeah it's push notification. So as soon as the, um, as soon as Visa notifies us, uh, that's that's issued. Uh, so we play our own silly little game internally, beat the bank. <laughs> uh, so you make the transaction, you look at your phone, you know, within three, four, five seconds, you've received your notification from Memojo, and it's a good day if that comes in half a second before the bank transaction does. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, uh, cool. Uh, so just a little bit about, like, com competition. Uh, is there, it sounds like it's a unique offering, but is there something like this in another market that's, that people would say, that's what Memojo does? Uh, not the way we've done it. Card-linked offers exists uh, and is being used, uh, you know, in, in certain guises, uh, but not the way we've done it. Again, we've, we're bank agnostic, so we're not linked to a particular issuer. Uh, we give cash back, like actual cash back. It's not cash back to be used within a certain, um, a certain closed loop. Uh, and it's not points, hmm. um, so it's yeah. No one's doing it the way the way we're doing it. And could it, uh, sorry, other questions, but, <laughs> but they keep popping into my head as I delve into it more. It's fascinating. But is there double up? Like if I um, if I have a loyalty program, I'm just thinking of a spa I use. And I use the the Jumeirah loyalty program. If that was also Memojo, could I get double up there? No. Uh, if they were issuing points or the funding, as I mentioned earlier, was coming from a, a different route other than the merchant, yeah, then there's the opportunity to, to stack those. Um, but as with any discount platform uh, in the marketplace, you will have heard the phrase not to be used in conjunction with any other discount. Yeah. So if another discount has been used uh, and you're using your Mimojo registered card, uh, then the merchant has every right to reject paying that cash back. Okay, uh, but, it, it, but it's a case by case on the merchant side or is it sort of built in? So part of that proprietary tech, the, the, the brain I was talking about, the merchant portal, so that operates live every time a transaction happens that, uh, that, that will feature on their merchant portal so they get all the information they need, uh, you know, time, date, stamp, etc., value, person, um, amount, uh, what was cash back, etc. And then they have the ability to, to approve or decline. And that's really important because in retail, for example, you know, legislation allows up to 14 days, for example, to, for returns. So you can't issue cash back for something that's going to be, uh, be returned. So that's why we've built that control in. Um, and if, you know, your, the, the example you use, the Jamira Spa discount has already been applied, then they will just decline that cash back and you'll have a lovely notification from us saying, sorry, we've rained on your cash back parade. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, yeah, but, yeah, it would double, it would be too much of a discount for the merchant. Correct, then. yeah. And it goes back to 
that control and, and, and choice of the merchant. We're trying to work with the merchant within boundaries that are acceptable to them. Um, the, our experience tells us that you know, that prescribed offer for a certain period of time is too much. Hmm. They need that choice and control back. So if you start parking discounts on top of each other, it just destroys, uh, it destroys the purpose. Yeah, I want to ask finally about market entry and expansion. But uh, before we finish, I, I couldn't not but ask you about the entertainer and the two for one. Uh, the entertainer seems to be repositioning back to the core of what it was in a digital way. Uh, do you think that that's still got traction and appetite in the market? No, I think they've got a, a fabulous brand. Donna's back at the helm. Uh, you know, she's going to breathe breathe some new life into uh, into the business. She's you know made uh, no secret of, of why she's gone back. Um, I think she described it best. She's she's in her lane. Uh, you know, she's sticking to her lane. There's there's lots of sort of distraction around that. Other people in in their lanes. Um, so I, I wish her the the best of luck. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, it is good that these brands sort of stick around because we know them well. And I guess, uh, as you said, uh, you know, if the positioning is clear, there's room for. The, Correct. In the, I love the analogy of the Red Sea, the, <laughs> the bloodbath. Like that's that's quite intimidating. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, and then sort of market entry as well. Like, uh, is that is it too early to be looking at other Emirates or other countries? So we're we're a UAE product. We've got uh, merchants in all Emirates um, in the UAE. Uh, no, it's not too early to be looking at other countries. Uh, you know, we have to be. A, go back five minutes, you've got to be, you know, sort of looking over your shoulder and, and, and planning. Uh, so, yeah, we're already planning uh, market expansion. Uh, but it's, it's early days, you know, we, we keep our feet firmly on the ground. We've got to get it right here. Uh, we'll then launch into uh, another market, make sure everything transfers across as it's supposed to. The tech works, currency works, time zones work. Uh, so we'll get all of that, uh, all of that in place uh, and then, you know, replicate that in in other markets uh, the technology I've touched on platform as a service that could give us uh, opportunities in markets that we'd never be able to service a consumer uh, proposition ourselves uh, or may not want to uh, and and then various applications um, of the business amongst corporates it could be loyalty it could be white label um, yeah so those are those are the things that keep us up at night yeah keeps you having to figure yeah, out yeah, yeah. navigate uh, and lastly uh, Chris you've been here a long time you know the market well uh, are you optimistic and bullish about the market opportunity the region uh, you know kind of phrase it as uh, the Middle East is said to be an emerging market do you think that it will emerge yeah, I think, uh, look, I, I, I'm, I'm not an expert but um, you know what I do understand is is that while oil is a requirement, we are relevant here. Uh, you can see all the, you know, the 2030 plans, 41 plans, you know, everything that's coming. Uh, and despite the, you know, the, 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 the world's desire to move uh, to, towards more of a clean energy uh, solution, we're going to require oil for 30 years. We are going to be relevant in this part of the world for sure. Brilliant. Well, thanks for sharing the story of Momojo. We'll follow it closely in the future. Thanks very much indeed. Thanks a lot. Cheers.
Well done to Chris and team. Uh, it takes courage to launch a, an offering, any offering of that magnitude into the market and they seem to be doing a good job. I haven't checked it out yet, but I will for sure now after listening to how, how the Memojo offering works. Uh, if you like that, there are different conversations on FinTech in the past. Last week we had Pluto. In the past we've spoken to former CEO of Entertainer. Uh, so you can check back through the almost 250 episodes now of Dubai Works Business Podcast uh, if you like that one and get some tips. Maybe maybe you want to launch another competitor to those guys. They won't like me for saying that. But um, thank you to our producers, uh, Ali Khalil and Mohammed Hesham. This is a Smashy Business Production, part of the Augustus Media Podcast Network, and also to our partners for this episode, the Thara Festival. I mentioned them at the start. There's a festival of creativity taking place in Riyadh next weekend, next week, I should say. Uh, and uh, we'll be back again next week at 11 a.m. on Friday mornings where the episode goes live on the Smashy.tv website, mobile apps, smart TV apps, uh, and then it gets pushed out on this podcast in the afternoon. Uh, you can read about it on Love in Dubai on Saturdays, and you can follow uh, the clips from the show on the Smashy Business social media channels along with all the other tech startup news uh, across the region on Smashy Business. Uh, have a good weekend and speak to you again next week.